guys, and welcome back to the Wings of Fire Fan Wings podcast, where we talk about all things Wings of Fire. But today, we will be talking about Claro, aka the ship between Clay and Peril. Now, before we get started, I want to shout out a couple of peoples. Um, Zach, who asked for a shout out, so shout out to you, Zach. I hope I'm pronouncing your name correctly. Um, Dragon Girl 1000, who asked for this podcast idea, so I'm giving it to you guys. And... Yeah, that's basically the shoutouts I have for now. Um, this will have spoilers for, let's just say, the first two arcs. And if there are any spoilers for the third arc or any other books, I will mention it. Just I can't really think of any other spoilers that would be coming up from the other arcs. So without further ado, let us get started. Now, one of the biggest things with Claro is that a lot of people have criticized it for being a bit obsessive. Mostly on the peril side. No, my opinion on this is I kind of think they just need a bit more time. I think Peril kind of needs to also just find her own dragon. In book 8, that's basically what it was. But at the same time, I feel like maybe just a bit more time to maybe be away from play, try other things. And it seems like she's doing that. So, I don't know, maybe in a year, maybe in a month, maybe in 10 years. Who knows how much time, but I think they really could get together. And if Clay ever figures out what a ship is, because I mean, I'm sorry, but he had no idea Para was crushing on him, and I'm like, it's totally obvious, dude. <laughs> yes, it was just very obvious. Like, I read, I first read the books when I was like eight years old, and I could literally still tell, oh, yep, yeah, yeah, totally, he's crushing on him. Yeah, he's crushing on Peril. Totally, totally, totally. Yeah, even like my very long ago eight-year-old self could tell that. So, Clay, well, he's technically seven, I think. He's seven? Yes, he's seven. But that's an adult in Dragon Ears. So, come on. Like, if Clay noticed that he's, she's crushing on him and stuff like that, I definitely see it getting together. And also... This might sound very random and out of the blue, but spoilers for the Hunchback of Notre Dame. Or Notre Dame, I think is how you pronounce it. Um, so there was this one thing, and this is kind of a side tangent, but I will get to the point soon. So, I was in this Hunchback of Notre Dame days because I could be. And then I remember reading this one comment on YouTube. I have no idea who it was from, but I have seen multiple people comment it. And I feel like this is actually a really good Claral sort of way to take it in a sense so basically peril is well nobody commented this the actual comment was that um like quasimodo saw esmeralda as like the perfect person but frollo saw esmeralda as the worst person in the world and then phoebus you know that one guard guy uh saw esmeralda as a literal person with flaws and good traits and that's why she ended up being with phoebus and I feel like Peril is going from that sort of quasi weather thinking Clay is like super perfect and stuff to that Phoebus range, probably somewhere in the middle at this point. But I also do think at one point, um, Peril did think that Clay was a perfect person. Which after meeting Scarlet, I mean, let's just say the only two dragons you've been close to are Scarlet and uh, Clay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I-, I would definitely be more of a role model based on Clay, because I mean. Scarlet, I I love her. She is literally amazing and epic. (laughs) 
But at the same time, she is not a good role model. Please don't go out forcing uh, other dragons to battle in bloody arenas. Anyways. <sighs> yeah, so do I think it's obsessive? Yes. Do I think it's gotten better? A whole lot better. And I just feel like maybe a bit more time is needed. But at the same time, you know, I think they're in a pretty decent place. Especially a very drastic place from maybe the book one to book um, to the end of book eight. I think it's a very drastic change that you could really see. And hey, I think that's a really good thing. And hopefully, you know, like Tsunami and Peril can become friends. Because I mean, honestly, they're just so similar, in my opinion, that yeah, they're just so similar that I feel like they have to be either be like total friends or total enemies. And at this point, it's kind of just like, eh, yeah, I don't really like you, but I'm not going to say it in front of Clay, because Clay likes you, so, <laughs> yeah. Even though I still really do want to burn you at this point, or maybe just, like, drown you in water, but that's how it works. You get the point. And then, on to the second thing about this ship. Would Peril be the same without Clay? My answer is no. Just, like, literally... Not at all. No. Because Clay was basically like the first person to be nice to Peril and to show him that, to show her that you don't need violence. Violence isn't always the answer. And I'm just saying that first scene, I don't think it was the first scene, but the scene where they met, it was kind of just like, oh, hey, yeah, um, how are you doing? Uh, yeah, uh, are you okay? And Clay's just like, yeah. And Farrell's like, why aren't you eating? And Clay's like, Ugh, I don't want... I, I want actual decent food. But, like, that scene is kind of blurry. I haven't read book one in a long time. But the one part I do remember from reading the graphic novels decently recent, decently recently is that <laughs> Carol is just like, yeah, well, um, that that's really cool. I want to kill you fair and square. See you soon. Like, girl, okay, that... <laughs> I literally laughed at that point. And then how it's, like, non-violent, and then the thing with the dragon bite viper, that was really good, and burning out the venom. I really liked that scene, and it was really, 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 really good. So, I don't think Pearl would be the same without Clay. No. I don't think she would be the same without literally, like, any of her friends. Like, without Turtle or something. I feel like Clay, in general, is the, not the same, but very similar. Like, very, very similar. He's kind of just like, wait, Peril has a crush on me? And then everyone's like, uh, yeah! <laughs> so, that's a thing. But, in general, what are my thoughts on, um, Clara? I think that they should wait a bit like maybe just a tiny bit but at the same time i really do think it does have the potential to sail sooner than later and for all the turtle shippers out there aka turtle and uh peril yeah i'm i might do a podcast on that or like a clara versus turtle sort of thing you know something like that or what if we a love triangle and you ship turtle with clay? No, okay, that would be weird. Okay, anyways, 
I think it's really sweet. Like, this is one of the sweetest ships, in my opinion. Because, at the core, both of the characters are really wholesome. Yes, it might be the burning out your eyes sort of wholesome for Peril. And it might be the oblivious, I very hungry sort of wholesome for Clay. But, in my opinion, they're both relatable. I mean, you know, like, Clay loving food. I mean, I, I like food. I really do. And then, Peril, eh, maybe not so much, but like, I like her very bold, like, stated personality and how, even with the spell, her own personality shone through because it was just so strong. And I think having a strong personality is pretty, pretty cool. So, I like that part of Peril's character. But, honestly, though, like, I just really do think it's sweet, and basically, P Clay saved Peril's, like, life, I would say, mentally, because if she kept fighting for Scarlet, um, I really do think that her life would just go by when she was murdering and murdering and murdering lots of dragons, and as soon as Ruby came, uh, yeah, basically the whole Sky Kingdom would die, but then, with Clay, it sort of balances her out, tries to, like, maybe dilute her a bit, you know? Um, fire resistance scales and fire scales. Um, but with Clay, like, Para literally saves Clay physically, like, saved him from dying from that dragon bite viper. So, you know, that's always a good thing. Trying to make sure Clay stays alive, making sure those protagonists stay alive. That's a really good thing. So, like I said, overall, I really actually like Clara. It's pretty good in my opinion and it was probably one of the first WAF ships I've ever shipped it wasn't really shipped I just noticed that like oh yeah mm -hmm. oh my gosh they have such a big crush on each other like even when Tsunami that she did it the first book like everyone was like oh my gosh um, <sighs> But Clay was, okay, I'm sorry for Rick Rolling, you guys, but too blind to see it. Yes, I love that song, please. I really, really do love. Now we're going to give you up. It's, it's amazing. But, <laughs> anyways, that is my thoughts on Clairol. Do you guys have any particular thoughts? Like, do you like it? Do you not like it? Are you a Purtle fan? So, if you ever have any reviews, just leave them in those, because I honestly want to hear about your thoughts on like some ships because I would say this is one of the quote-unquote controversial ones question mark kind of like the moon watcher um x Keevly, x winter any of the combination of those two any of them anything of them shipped it's kind of just like oh my gosh that's controversial so I would love to hear your thoughts on that and that's basically going to wrap up today's podcast episode i hope you enjoyed and i will see you in the next one